So many times, so many times, we want to blame God. Blame God for what happened to us in our lives. You know, we reject God because of what happened to us. We say things like, well, God, if you loved me, why would this happen? Why would you let this happen? If you are loved, Lord, why do you let all this evil happen? So we have a controversy with God. Many of us don't come to the Lord because we're angry at him. We're angry at God. We don't want to hear what he has to say about himself because we're angry at him. Come on now. You know who you are. I was one of them. Angry at God. He didn't protect me when I was young. Angry at God. Asking him, why don't you like me? Why don't you love me? Why don't you care about me? Why don't you come see about me? See, that, that path has, that road has two paths. You can be angry at God. You can feel like he abandoned you. You can feel like he left you. You can feel like a disappointment to the world. You feel like a disappointment to God. Must be something wrong with me. Why don't you like me, Lord? Why am I suffering like this as a child? Why don't you like me, Lord? My parents don't seem to like me. Not like that. So it must be a reflection on God's love for me. That's how important a parent is. A parent reflects God in the eyes of a child. Because they're dependent upon you for everything. As a baby, everything. As a toddler, everything. As a boy, girl, everything. Then we gain independence from our so-called mother and father. We gain independence from that spirit of being cared for. Not like a kept pet, but like a cared for son or daughter. And we're thrust out into the world to gather ourselves. And God's enemy gets a hold to us. He begins to plot things, even while we're children, while we're toddlers toddling across the carpet. God's enemies plotting things.
putting it in the hearts of others around us to have authority to be neglective. To be a neglectful parent in some way, shape or form. To cause some sort of heart to hurt, harm and danger to this child in some way, shape or form. We all left our children. We've all fallen asleep on them. We've all done things. Every child has to get over being raised by another human being that's fallible, that has thoughts. Every human being has to get over being raised by another human being that got problems and got issues. Every human being has to get over a parent or parents that have iniquity. Iniquity that follows the bloodline, you see. Iniquity that follows mama and daddy, you see, is hunting for us. Iniquity that seeks to spell your own future hunts for you. It seeks you out. It plots and plans devices. Devices for your demise. It's invested in the corruption of your life. We all got to get over mama and daddy. It says, leave your father's house. Leave your father's house. Leave your father's culture for my culture. Leave your father's house and come into my house. I have a house, God says. I got a culture, God says. I got a life, God says. I got a style, God says. I got a purpose, God says. I'm just not a God floating endlessly in the universe doing nothing. I'm busy at work. I'm the creator of work. I'm the creator of tasks to do, things to accomplish. Even before my enemy was recreated, even because before my enemy shaped and formed, even before my enemy shaped and formed, I still had things to do, God said. I'm not a lazy God. I don't sit around watching the TV of my universe. I got things to do. You see, I got a, a council. I got a family around me. And they obey my will, but they don't know me like my children are going to know me. I got 
Elohim around me and I got ministering angels that are sent back and forth. I got elders. I got heavenly hosts. But they don't know me like my creation will know me. My children will, will know me like I know them. My children will know me like I know them. Christ brings us into the knowledge. Jesus Christ brings us into the knowledge of the living God. The ancient of ancients. The Lord of hosts. The God of gods. This is about putting on spiritual clothing. This is not about a religion. This is about being dressed to go and meet God. That's what this is all about. Whose clothing will your spirit put on? What God will you clothe yourself and decorate yourself to appease at your death? What God will receive your dress rehearsal? What God will claim you? What God can claim you? Who is the claimer? Who's the redeemer? Who's the mediator? Who's the door? The gate. The temple. Where would a place be that you acclaimed? What temple will you stand before? What judgment seat will I stand before? We judge people in the natural. I think that's a concept from the spiritual realm. We send people to jail for eternity in the natural. At least as long as they live. That's an eternity to the natural. That's a spiritual concept. That wasn't created with mankind. Government wasn't created with human beings. Government was created by God. He has a senate. He has elders. He has other Elohim. He's got a choir. He's got dancers and singers because they're always giving him honor and praise continuously. There's no breaks. We don't need a break. We don't need a lunch period.
We're going to dine on the goodness of our Lord forever. Who talks like this? Who talks about these things like this? That I might sit down at the table of my God. I might sit down comfortably at the table of my Lord Jesus Christ and dine on his delicacies forever. See, I got a, I got a meeting. I got a, an appointment, you see. I don't know when it is. I don't know exactly what time or date the appointment will be, but I got an appointment set for me. One day I'll, I'll get the, the telegram will come and I'll know it's my time. But right now I just know that, that, that my name is, is on the list to sit down next to the king of glory. Because I'm making it my purpose to be on that list. By not holding back a life from him. I got one life to reveal to him. And I'm going to reveal it all while I got breath in my body. When I stand before him, I don't want him to open up any door that I didn't open up first. I don't want him to reveal anything that I wasn't willing to show him. And I've done some horrible things. I've been a scoundrel. I've been a liar. I've been a cheat. I've been a thief. I've been a fornicator. I've been a pornographer. I've done horrible things in my spirit and in my flesh. But my Lord, my God is greater than those horrible things. You keep living, you're going to do a lot of things in a life. If you've lived, you're going to do a lot of things in a life. One day, the memory of all the things I did poured on me, and I was grief-stricken. Sorry for my sins. Sorry for my sins. Sorry for my life. Sorry for forgetting God. Sorry for not knowing. Sorry for living my life outside of his knowledge. Sorry for living my life oh any kind of way. Because it suited me. Tired of forgetting his laws and sorry for forgetting his will and tired and struck down by forgetting his laws. Growing tired of sin. Tired of rebellion. I grew tired 
the weight of a life, a weight of a life without Christ is a heavy life. The weight of a life without Jesus Christ is a weight laden life. It's filled with stones and boulders dragging memories dragging the pain with no place to deposit it but back on my back that's how I live that's how many of you live you have no destination for your pain. You have no destination for the suffering that God's enemy has brought to you. So you carry it on your back. You drag it with chains around your ankles, around your neck. There's a collar of grief. says come on to me all ye that are heavy laden burdened beat down forgotten neglected come to me Jesus says come to me and I will give you rest I'll give you peace why because I'll give it out of my spirit I'll give you the peace that's in my spirit and I'll put it in the place where that hurt and pain is. If you come to me and give it to me, see, you got to come to the Lord and give him your pain. Give him the how you was abused. Tell him about, tell him the story in detail. Sit the Lord down. Jesus, sit down in front of me. I want to tell you my life story. my life story. I want to make sure I, I cover all the bases. I want to go back as far into my memory as I can. I'm going to say, I'm going to show you how to get free from some things. 
I hate to even say it like that, but let it be revealed. I'm going to sit down, Lord. Come on, sit down, Lord. I'm going to tell you my life story, Lord. And you begin to tell the Lord everything you can remember about your life that's relevant to what made you who you are. But go back into the pain. Now, you're only talking to the Lord, see? See, this is the difference between a natural therapist. See, the Lord is a therapist. You didn't, you didn't know that, did you? But see, and, and the Lord is, is a continuous therapist. But there's a difference between his practice and a, a, a therapist and a natural. So you can tell your thing, your situation to a natural uh, therapist all day long. And they'll never be able to apply, apply the flesh and blood and Jesus Christ to it. Because it doesn't come from that source. But if you tell that life, that same story to the Lord Jesus Christ like you would a therapist in even greater detail, then he can say, you know what? I take that. I receive that. Give it to me. Now, out of my spirit, out of my flesh and blood, I'm going to pour new life onto you. You trust that therapist with what happened to you? then trust the Lord Jesus Christ with what has happened to you. And you tell the Lord every single detail. And it might, you might have to do it over a period of time, a little span of time, a little span of time. Tell him your life story. Everything that's happened to you, every horrible thing that was happened to you, I don't care how gruesome, I don't care how horrible it is, because what you're doing is you're opening up all of those dark places. You're allowing the light of Christ to shine in them because you're no longer hiding themselves from God. You see what I'm saying? You're no longer playing with them like little trinkets that you play with in the closet. When you go by yourself and you start playing with your toys of misery, you start playing with your items of neglect, you start putting those things together and creating a little landscape for yourself. You're playing in your misery and your pain because you haven't exposed it to the light of God. And how do you do that? By telling him about it. And say, Lord, now take all of this. And you tell him as many times as you have to tell him. As it keeps regurgitating out of you. See, it's coming up out of you. It's coming up out of your heart. All those dark places. You're going to be throwing it up. As you keep telling him about it. As you keep telling him about it, he's now just more than a status symbol for your life. He's now a confidant. He's now your confidence. You now have nothing to hide. 